Shout out my girl Marissa for keeping a nigga fresh, you dig? I'm shouting out Marissa Mendez right now. She knew me for like 10 years. And Marissa, yeah, she was right on the money. Marissa, Marissa Mendez is here. Oh, oh shit. Damn. Marissa. This is Marissa right here. This is the reason why I'm flyer than all you niggas. <laughs> Thanks, too. You understand? This is my dude. This is Marissa, man. It's Taylor Gang and Don. We don't even got to say shit because Marissa explains it all. And you do know that. And record. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Marissa Explains It All with your host, Marissa Mendez, and my co-host. Me, maybe Joyce. And not Jamal, because he <laughs> dropped the ball. Jamal dropped the ball. No Def um, Jam today. No Def Jam. Def not jam today. Um, Def Jam not in the building. <laughs> because he thought we were recording tomorrow, not today. And so he will be with us next week. Um, sorry we didn't have an episode last week. I can't remember why. Do we know why? What happened? I think just scheduling, right? Just Life. scheduling. It's a weird time, guys. It really is just a weird time. Even though it's we have so more hard. time than ever, but it is hard. It's hard once you have too much time, you know? And then it's now she's getting busy It's hard to keep on a schedule. Exactly. It's hard to keep on a schedule. It's because, like, exactly. the, the nothingness bleeds into more nothingness. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, shit, and I got to do laundry. And I've been trying to do my laundry for the past two weeks. And I decided today's the day I'm going to do it. So I can't do anything else because I'm focused on this laundry. Exactly. Yo, that's literally how everything is. And it's, like, really frustrating some day. Like, in this past week, also, I had PMS on top of just life in general. It was so hot. I couldn't do anything this week. I've done absolute. Today's the first day that I woke up and felt normal again. So that's been me all week too. I thought I was gonna like pass out on Monday or Tuesday from cramps. I was like cooking, and I was like frying the stuff. The oil was so hot. I literally left the room and went to go lay down on the ground. I oh my like, god! I think I'm gonna pass out. I've never felt that way before. I feel like it was a combination of also being dehydrated. But I was like, ah. So I can't imagine, like you were saying, having so many people over for your birthday. And And like, and then also consider too, so for me, like, you know, I had this big awakening in April and like learned all about myself and, and about life and all that shit. And this is like the first weekend that I've been around people like days in a row, you know what I mean? Not just like, like, yeah, I've seen people here and there, but I haven't really gone to like any group thing because it's been quarantine, you know? Mm -hmm. So... It was all just smacked you all in the face, dude. Because it was like honestly, like learning my new self. I didn't know how I would be around people. You know what I mean? Like how how my temperament is now, and I was getting frustrated with myself because I was still getting like frustrated with people, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, I thought everything's supposed to be perfect now that I had this awakening. You know what I mean? Like you just figure everything would be smooth. And just birthday anxiety in general, trying to just manage all those people and keep everybody happy when it's like your day. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was that so much. Parties, <laughs> that's why parties stress me out. And I just feel like from here on out, like I, I don't know, but <laughs> Dude, did you have a good time? I had an amazing time and, but it was just, it was just so much and it wasn't what I meant to do. Like it was supposed to just be like a girl sleepover, but right. Zoms randomly like came home for the first time ever. And so he was here and he came out with, what did I, oh, he just hung out with us Friday night, the night or Saturday. I don't know. He hung out with me and I was like, nah, damn, I'm having that fun. Like come to the hotel, just come stop by. And so then he came and then um, one of my other homeboys happened to be in town and called me right after I told Mike. 
And he was like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you know what? Pull up at the Beverly Hills Hotel. Mike's coming. He was like, all right, cool. So then that was two that guys. That sounds so fun. But then, but like, I don't know. I mean, it was. And then Mike was like, yo, my two homies are here. Can they come? I'm like, fuck yeah. Because now we're just having a party at this point. Because like, and so then they came and then my other boy came. And so that was, it was still like, you know, I still kept it my, I was, I had like nine, nine girls and then just them. So it was still very small, all things considered. And they also gave me a bungalow at, um, at the hotel and like. Those Ooh, are like, fancy. Yeah, bitch. That Ooh. shit was so fucking fire. I didn't pay for a bungalow. <laughs> but oh, I so got why, a bungalow. Why they, they upgraded they upgrade me because it was my birthday. Oh, hell. Yeah, it's my girl. birthday next week. Dude, I was up. thinking that. I'm like, everybody should just tell the people that it's their birthday. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know if they have to verify with your ID, which, I mean, they do get that when you check in. But yeah, I had it's my anniversary. I'm getting married. (laughs) It's my bachelor party, especially right now, because I'm sure that they're not really that booked because of COVID. Yeah, they probably are trying to like kiss your ass so that you come back again. Exactly. So, um, yeah, it was really cool. But like, yeah, I guess it just it it was just so much and it was a party and I didn't mentally prepare for a party. I mentally prepared for a very quiet girls night. (laughs) So I think that kind of just threw me off, too. So even the next day. Um, when I was going to have people over to cook and eat and shit, like we did cook and like two people ended up coming because I just didn't get to them fast enough to tell them not to come. Mm-hmm. But everybody else I canceled on and I went to bed at like nine o'clock. <laughs> Word. I was just so fucking exhausted. And so it worked out like, you know, that you weren't re- like you ended up just not even finishing the food either. I literally me, like- couldn't get up. I was like dying from my cramps and I felt so bad, but I was like, ah. I don't know what to do. I I was like, the the reason why it took me so long to cook was because I kept like passing out in between and I kept leaving the kitchen to lay on the floor. And I was like Mm. telling my boyfriend, I was like, you have to go turn off, you have to turn off the stove. I can't go back in there. Like, just turn it all off. And he's like, are you sure you've been heating the oil for like 30 minutes? And and I'm like, I can't. The whole house is going to catch on fire. (laughs) Leave me alone. Stop talking to me. are so fucking horrible, bro. Yo, this one was so bad. I was like, if I was at work right now, like, I actually think that like I would die. Like I don't know how I Dude, ever- I had a really bad and like it wasn't even just my cramps I actually kept at bay because I started getting symptoms so early that I I started just taking Advil from then. So it just kept Got me it. in a perpetual Advil state, which is I'm sure not healthy inside. But um it was the PMS, like, because usually what'll happen is about a week before my period, I will have a day or two where I'm pretty sad about everything and I cry or whatever. And then I know that I know like, okay, cool. I'm getting my period in a week or whatever. And then when I get my period lately, the first two days, I mean, it's always cramps the first two days that's been forever. But in the past few months, the first two days, in addition to the cramps, I've just been in a really, really wicked, like bad mood, just really angry and super periody. <laughs> but so this week from my actual birthday of Monday, through yesterday, which was day two of my period. Now day today is day three, and so I'm in the clear. But those five days, bro, I was miserable. So like my actual day of my birthday, I wanted to cry the whole day, like burst into Aww. tears. Like, and I wasn't even particularly sad about anything, which made it's me just so like that's <sighs> the worst. It's like you you can't describe it like to guys that just don't know what you're talking about. But it's like this 
funk just takes over you. All and the over. Worst, and, and I the couldn't get part, out of it. You know exactly the reason behind it. Yeah. But like you can't like it's like you just got to chalk it up to the game because it's like. Dude, there was nothing. I was doing everything I could. My breathing exercises that I learned in the book that like, you know, unlocked my awakening. I'm fucking like meditating. I'm telling myself like everything is good. And yo, I just felt so down like the whole week I it, no, I, I got nothing done I had things that I was gonna get right back on my you know eating good shit like the very next day after my birthday bitch I was eating Taco Bell up until last night <laughs> like I took a whole YOLO week instead of a YOLO weekend like of food or whatever all but right yeah it's August 1st now can you exactly believe it? it's like literally restart central bro mm-hmm. this is the longest and shortest month at the same time like I don't know I don't understand how we're into month eight of the year like this is crazy what this year is like it's really flying like you said but also going extremely like like there is no time currently (laughs) like uh, I don't know but I I I don't even have like a summer to say like oh my god my summer has been anything I've done nothing all summer for the first time in my life I'm like looking forward to winter. I've never been like a winter baby or you know, but I'm like I'm going to rent a cabin in the winter. I'm going to go Ooh. to the snow and just like hang out for the entire month of December like in the mountains in a forest somewhere. Like this is my ideal picture now. That would be fire. I've decided I'm going to just try to like do staycations as much as I fucking can like that well for the summer. The winter that too, but you know at a cabin like you said but for right now like the Beverly when I went or I don't know if they call it that for short but I am um when I went there the other day like I would definitely do that again just by myself or with somebody like just to chill right. and then the Bel Air Hotel I just it got advertised to me on Facebook I'm sure because I'm you know now checking into these places now you're a bougie <laughs> exactly <laughs> right and so um bitch that shit is gorgina and for the exact same price I pay for my room at the Beverly Hills Hotel, I mean, it's it's not something you should do every weekend, but like you know, <laughs> what you say, you could whatever budget for it, and um, you get your own fucking pool in the room, like bro, like, what, dude? It's crazy, and it's like a big ass fucking room, and the fire pit outside, and like it's it's literally only eighteen hundred for the fucking night. I mean, I know that's a lot of money, but like all things considered, for a room like that, I would think it would be more than eighteen hundred dollars a night. You know what I mean? Like, word. That's, I don't know. Yeah. That's so, dope as fuck. and for two nights, it's like forty some four four thousand something. So I'm like trying to t- I'm gonna be like tell three friends like the four of us just pull our money together and have like a two day little weekend trip or some shit i don't know and you know hotels in la it's so much better for the city to stay in a hotel than to stay in an airbnb so i genuinely very much support this really because it puts money back in the city is that what you're saying no but like airbnbs a lot of times are people buying second properties just to airbnb so Mm. it's taking up like places that actual people can be renting so it hikes up the rent like crazy because it kind of just lowers the occupancy or the vacancy so there's just not a lot of properties like in general so then landlords can kind of set any price like 1900 for a studio apartment because there's like no market so that's why the city is trying to do this thing where 
you can't Airbnb something unless it's the house that you live in or like your residence and like you went to New York for two weeks and then you can rent out like your home. But you can't just be like buying like 15 properties just to Airbnb because it fucks up like the whole system for everybody. Well, maybe can they just like cap it out at one other home? Because some of these homes are really nice. They do. They do. <laughs> okay. um, you can like pay a fee, like you can pay like some sort of fee to like bypass the system. And okay. I don't know. It, but yeah, it's like this. Crazy- I only say that like I, I'm I'm totally I get what you're saying too. I only say that because like in the homes I stay, like if I when I do Airbnb, I do prefer like it would be nicer to stay in a. You know, Especially if you have, like, home. a lot of people, right? Like, yeah, I don't want to stay where, like, you sleep at and shit. That's kind of weird. Although that is the original concept of Airbnb. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. But I agree. Well, either way, hotels are just more fun for me now. Hotels are lit. Because you got, yeah. like, my, well, not for right now. But I like hotels because there's always, like, a pool. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Just to hang well, around and, like, go to the bar, you know? They were racist as fuck at the Beverly Hills Hotel, let me tell you, because we fucking went the next on my day of my birthday. It was just six of us left. And so it was um, me and three of my girlfriends and then Mike and my other friend, Marshall. And Mike and Marshall are Shout out Marshall. Yeah. Shout out to Marshall for real. And we all go to the pool and um, this fucking like these women like looked at us and moved their seat to the other fucking side. Um, then when we were fucking walking through the lobby and it was just me and Carol in thong bikinis on the 26th, the staff were waving at us, smiling at us. Everything's all good to go. No one said a fucking word to us, right? Thong fucking bikinis on the 27th. When we're walking through the lobby now, me, Carol, Mike and Marshall and Carol has on a regular bathing suit and I have on fucking shorts and a tube top. I don't even have a bathing suit on. The staff stopped us and told us that we're not allowed to wear bathing suits in the lobby and we have to cover up like just little funny Mm. shit, like just really weird. Like then, um, fucking we were eating at the pool the girls and we brought our own food to the pool and we fucking had utensils and shit and they brought us um salt and pepper like they they served us you know like their Mm -hmm. own stuff from the pool then mike and marshall come and sit down and join a little little bit and they overhear um and then gina was like just talking about how the hotel's racist or whatever and they fucking come over and tell us that we can't bring our own food to the pool but they'll let it slide for this time Bro, you Bro, guys brought like, us utensils. <laughs> like, what? I mean, not utensils, salt and pepper. Like, what? <laughs> like, why did you not say anything when you brought us the salt and pepper? I'm not understanding. I feel like mm. it's, like, super obvious. Yeah, like, ridiculously obvious. But, um, so fuck them. But, um, otherwise, uh, beautiful place. So, just, they're racist as fuck. So I will now be going to the Bel Air Hotel instead. Like I said. Um... But yeah, so pools are cool. I actually want to like try to check out some more pools. I don't know. I guess it's not the most socially distanced thing to do, but they're not all crowded and I'm not going to go in the pool. So I think I'm going to like. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm down to like look at a nice pool. I just don't mm. want to get in. <laughs> yeah, I want to like lay out at a pool and just catch the vibes, but not the COVID. <laughs> yeah, I want to go on a road trip so badly. Like that's oh what I've been gosh. itching to do. I want to go down Route 66. Um, is that here? Where well, is that? first of all, it's across. Oh. <laughs> across what? Where does it go? Uh, doesn't it go from here across the country? 
maybe i don't know i have literally no idea i just know it's here somewhere <laughs> and i know the phrase get your kicks on route 66 I'm wasn't that a sure. brand i have no idea yeah i feel like that was a brand and whatever um but I want to go on a road trip as well. I want to go to the Bay, which is not necessarily a road trip. It's just no, a it is. Drive. That's a decent road trip. Yeah, it's okay, like an so eight-hour drive, five, six, six hours. Me too. Like five. Okay, wait. I'm five, looking six. it up. I know that I have been on Route 66, and yes, it cut it cuts through the entire United States. Oh wow! Where does it like yes. start and end? It starts in California and looks like it ends in like Illinois. So it does not go across the entire United States. Almost. It goes to, it cuts across the United States. (laughs) (laughs) It goes through California, Arizona, New Mexico, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, and Illinois. Interesting. And And I know that I've done it before, like parts of it. There's like cool old school diners and shit there. Have you ever been in one? Um, Yes. Actually, when I was in Arizona, my family and I, we stayed at this place called Sellingman, Arizona. And let me just tell you, Sellingman, Arizona is not a place where you exactly would like to go. Um, Okay. We showed up and there was literal tumbleweeds like going down the street. And we're like, what is this? My mom chose the hotel or the motel, sorry, in Seligman because it was cheap and we were poor. And it was about two hours away from the Grand Canyon. Um, This this city, (laughs) this little town, sorry, let me rephrase. This little town is what the movie Cars is based off of. So if you've ever seen Cars and like you saw like the rickety dickety like nothingness, like Uh it's based off of this place. And there was a place called the Roadkill Cafe, which was what their one, fuck? their their little their little diner. And <sighs> yes, so I have seen like that old Americana like kind of situation while driving on Route sixty six. And then I remember, wow. like then going like in Seligman, like we the, there was like an attraction, like their only attraction, which which was horseback riding. So like we went on a horseback riding trip which like I love to do as a kid and we're going around and like the the tour guides were like oh yeah we've never been to the Grand Canyon and I was like what like you guys are like an hour away from it like why they were like oh no like we've never like left like Seligman really wow it was crazy like yeah so it was that kind of town. I get it. That's kind it of it was crazy. like just a very small town feel. Like there was just like five houses and like a general store and the Roadkill Cafe. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Why would you name your place that? That is literally the opposite of anything you'd want to think about while you're eating food. You know, super appetizing. <laughs> Let me just cook up this rabbit that I found on the side of the road. By the way, so the potato meatballs that you made me, meat potato balls, um, isn't that what I DM'd you and I asked you to make and you said gross? No. Or no? Kind of. I don't think that you emailed this, uh, that you sent it to me exactly, but what I made the potato balls, it was inspired by Porto's. It was so fucking good, bro. Oh, hell yeah. We bodied that fucking shit, dude. Like. That night, too, and then I went right to sleep, and I didn't get to text you and say thank you until the next day, but I saw your text in the moment. I was just being moody and didn't answer, (laughs) and then being hungry, but that shit was fun. Me and fucking Gina bodied that shit. 
Oh, you didn't get to see Gina this time. I don't think I've... Have I ever met Gina? I was just going to say, I don't think you've even met Gina. I mean, she was at the um, 20, 2018 birthday at uh, Serafina. Where did I Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Serafina. Yeah. Yes. That and place is so cute. Was so it cute. was. And, like, you know what? And I'm... And 20... That was 18. And 29. What year did no? That was twenty seventeen. You always have like fire birthday situations. I feel I like do. whether or not like you super plan it or, or not. Like I feel like it just. But based on those two years and then these two last years, um, I definitely want to just do a one night like dinner thing. Like sleeping with people <laughs> is just so much like committing. It's just committing to so much time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so yeah, yeah. I've learned my lesson these last two years. Definitely. And like, I'm going to just pizza birthday was fun. It was mad fun. And it was like also really cheap. I think that shit was like three fifty or something for that whole thing. You know, you just, they, they just charged you for the pizzas and you get the whole space. And then and, we got to go to the strip club and then you went home. Yeah, and, and fucked in a car and did all the fun things. And, and then told me the next day that I sat in nut. Exactly. And then I got to rest, <laughs> recharge, be by myself, wake up, and have a whole day to myself, I think, right? Oh, no, that was the next year. No, yeah. Have no, a day to myself. Go, didn't we to go the boat. to, like, the boat? That was so yeah. fun, too. But so, like, yeah, the pizza party was the 26th. And the boat was the 28th, so I had a whole fucking day to, like, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So Recharge, it was, regroup. It was a way better way to do it. And so now I feel like next year I'm going to just put all my money into, like, a really cool dinner and then nice. call it a day. Nice. And if I want to do a sleepover portion, just do it with, like, two people. <laughs> or, like, get or like get a house that has a back house and you just go into the back house. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> And retire, but what if I want to like hang out and I just don't? No, you can. You can hang out with everybody, and then you're. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right, like I might want to be in the space and them not there, and I can't banish them and be like leave. You know, gotta go get a whole nother Airbnb people (laughs) down the street, up the block. (laughs) Exactly. So that's why I'm just dinner and then do some other cool shit after separate. Like I feel like that's the best way to do birthdays. Well, happy birthday! Thank you. Thank you. It's still my birthday. All Leo season basically is mine. So first it was the whole month of July. Now it's all yeah. Leo season. Now Pick it's, one. Yeah, it's both. So once July ends, then I go with all of Leo season. But when I'm in July, I just say it's for all of July. Word. It kind of just helps me extend it. But I never say both at the same time because that's just ridiculous, you know? <sighs> Anywho, um, I like your now? list that you made today. We have things to talk about because there are things going on in the world. Megan the Stallion is fucking crazy town the entire situation. Um, there's so much like about it. I'm just wondering, I guess, because it's a police investigation, why they've not been able to say like a full statement about it. Right? I feel like I mean, from what I've gathered, it's kind of like from Megan and her friend's point of view, I feel like they're just trying not to quote unquote snitch and like oh, get anyone in trouble. But at the sense. same time, it's like you really were shot in both of your feet. Like, I don't, this is like the part of like snitching that like, I guess like I can't fully grasp. And I don't, and well, I feel I, like I, everyone, <sighs> like people, people look at me like, what do you mean? Like, obviously, but I'm like, but, but, 
but you were wronged, you know? I don't know. Ah, it's tricky. Yeah, I don't know either. And I I just can't comprehend what could have happened that he would would risk his career. Escalate to a situation like that. Yeah. And like, I've, you know, I know the man. I've been around the man. I got my nose broke with the man. (laughs) Like, I I don't. I feel like you should put that into context a little bit. Oh yeah, well, I mean, if you're because it sounds crazy with... <laughs> when you say these things. Long I didn't say bye. I didn't say bye. I said with. <laughs> when I was with Tori, I got my nose broken because apparently he just brings bad luck around everyone. Um, but that was the episode from September 2018 when I went to Europe on tour. I went on tour with them for a bit, and um, because at the time I was. Uh, working a little bit with Mariah the scientist who is she's so fucking dope um, who's under Tori and so I went and and rode with them and went out to Europe to see if me and Mariah could like have good energy together so it was a cool tour but that's the tour I broke my nose on and um, yeah I don't get shooting vibes from him the man has a temper I will tell you that but but I feel like that's what a temper is. Like you just, you're right. Like, yeah. I, and I'm not saying not your- I don't, I don't want to sound like, Oh my God, he would never shoot somebody. I'm definitely not. That's not what I'm saying. I have no fucking idea what he's capable of. I'm just saying, I can't fucking believe it. Holy shit. Like that's, that's what I'm saying. Like I, and I, and I, I really don't even want to make like not makeup, but like wonder what so-and-so was thinking or saying or doing in the moment because we really don't have the details yet like I really don't understand like I don't I don't know what the fuck could have transpired like I feel like whatever the incident was like aside like from what I have just noticed or seen is just that there hasn't been a lot of support for Meg and like it makes me sad to see because it's like I think because it's so outlandish that the the default thing is just to make a joke about it, I guess, and and it's not to say to anyone's like I, I'm not saying outlandish and like no, I'm saying outland. It's it's such a crazy situation. Like it's so hard to believe, and I think that and not saying that people are in disbelief and don't believe her. I just think that your default me- like mechanism with something like that is to joke about it. I see the jokes, but then I also see the she shouldn't be hanging out with that crowd. Then she knew what she was getting herself oh, into. What? Like I hate no. Those- listen, when when celeb when people comment on anything, anything about shit like that, that shit gets me irate. Y'all have no fucking idea what that world is like. What so and so should signed up for. What such and such like when people comment shit like that, like. You people are fucking dumb. Like, or like people, people, like I've seen too, because like the Kanye stuff and the Meg stuff was happening at the same time and not saying like, like compare the two, but it was just people were like, yo, like, why do you have so much sympathy for Kanye who lost his mom? And Meg also lost her mom. And like, y'all like are just making jokes about her and giving support to Kanye, which is not true because there are people on both sides clowning both of them and they shouldn't have. But like, just to see people like saying well she chose like after her mom died she chose to party and she chose to hang around what? those types party? of people like what are these types of people she's hanging out with artists it's like the, the, there's no like that's and it's just and then they're like she like sold her soul to kylie jenner and i'm like bro like oh y'all are just people reaching? just but again it's because they it's they're 
it's outlandish things that they don't they don't understand. So people just I just say don't understand shit. Like, like why the default though isn't like oh my god that's horrible like I feel bad for her like at least say that first. But it's like oh she deserved it is like the first thing that comes out of your mouth like that's so out of pocket so wild like what yeah that's just some shit within themselves that they're not right with because do you yeah. think though when stuff does come out like if it were to if they like because we don't know the full story but like if it were true that like tori did do this and like did cause harm to her do you think that people will stop working with him like in the industry oh 100 percent. i mean it's already happening and people don't even have the full story yet and you know kehlani took him off their song together and shot the video without him and um you know, people are distancing themselves from him. So, you know, T-Pain sent out a tweet like, you know, what's the consensus on Tori? I was going to drop this song with him. And, you know, five minutes later, he's like, okay, that's what I thought. Never mind, moving on. And that Word. was like, you know. You know what? I like really... that kind of, I mean, obviously, like, you're innocent until proven guilty. But I, I like seeing, like, support, you know, yeah. for her in this situation. And because I feel like a lot of times, like, when you know when it comes to other types of things like um like with the me too movement or sometimes like they're really like people say that they support but then they don't actually so like right. it's good to see people like stick by their word and be like you know like we got your back so i i, I enjoy that it's really crazy to watch somebody fumble so hard like he literally built his career up this year truly and in one foul swoop just fucking went out bad like that's kind of <laughs> like what happened to chris brown right wow you that's that is a valid comparison yeah i mean because yeah. i mean chris was like at the top of his game rihanna just did that wrigley rihanna. commercial did all that then we shit, have yeah. meg and tori two like huge like i feel like they're two of the biggest artists right now as well and now they're right. involved in wow. some sort of domestic Very violence similar situation. Scenarios. Yeah. And now we're going to see how this plays out. Like, damn. I just put that connection together, like, right now. Damn. He has my same birthday, too. That probably was a tough day. Listen, I know you guys are bored over quarantine. We're running out of stuff to listen to and stuff to watch because we've been in this junk so many months. But I just came up on this really dope uh, true crime podcast. And it's this dude, he was on Oprah, thousands flocked to see him after that. He's like a self-help guru. His name's James Arthur Ray. But there's a sick and dark twist to it. Even though he was a charismatic speaker whose unorthodox methods and philosophies promised his followers a clear path to wealth and happiness, what eventually ended up happening is that there were more extreme methods. As a self-help guru, James Arthur Ray was supposed to help people, but instead of helping people, he pushed them to do something crazy, to start killing others. This is a new podcast. It's over on Apple Podcasts, and it's definitely something that I'm going to tune into. What about you, Marissa? Definitely, and you can start your free trial of Wondery Plus to binge Guru ad-free in the new Wondery app, and you could download the app today. It's called Guru, the Dark Side of Enlightenment is the name of the podcast, and you can download it on Wondery. I saw a um, deport Tory Lanez petition oh going around gosh. on the internet. <laughs> oh, wait, this is actually not to like make light of the situation or anything, but I was on the phone with Apple trying to like sort out my phone shit because I don't even know, like these Apple things suck. And I was on the, the phone <laughs> okay. with the Apple lady 
And I I was on hold for so long, like for an hour. So in the middle of like being on hold, I'm like reading to my boyfriend. Like I was like, oh my God, he shot her in both of her feet. Like what the fuck? And then the Apple lady just starts like cracking up because she's like, oh my God. I know exactly what you guys are talking about. And then we just started like going in. We were like, I was like, did you see the petition going around? She's like, yeah, deport his ass. Like it was so oh funny. She was like, fuck Solidarity. Lori Lane. Like, I was like, word. Damn, yeah. dude. Uh, although one thing I will say is I don't, that Drea losing her Fenty partnership, like it, the joke was in poor taste, but I don't know how much are we gonna like fucking punish people and like cancel them and not let anyone learn from their mistakes at any point. But I think no, I think that like you can still learn from your mistakes when you lose out on something, and that's I feel like people get caught up on the oh woe like woe is me like I lost this thing, but like no like apologize for what you did and then you redeem yourself there, and then people can choose to work with you in the future. I guess I, I could see that. It just, I guess it just upset me because it was so not maliciously intended. Like other things people should be canceled for life for because, you know, that's like they're fucking like, but you know, she wasn't really trying to make fun of anybody. You know what I mean? Or like do anything. I don't know. It was insensitive and it was stupid and it's a fucking toxic mentality, but that's a whole different subject <laughs> about love. But I just didn't think it was worth canceling over. But, like, I guess, you know, but that's one endorsement's thing, like, not going to end her life, so. With this whole cancel culture thing, I personally don't think that you are canceled for life. And okay. it just depends on how you handle getting canceled. Your redemption. Like, yeah, it, like are you – because, I mean, this week, I don't want to speak too much on it, so I'm not going to, like, say the players involved, but – there was this partnership that was supposed to take place and this publication came out and said, yo, like we can't work with this person because like of like past homophobic and xenophobic things that they've said. And I feel like it could have been handled as like, okay, like, I'm sorry. Like I'm upset that this collaboration didn't happen too. Like I apologize for the things that I've said and I won't in the future, but instead Uh it was, uh, I said what the fuck I said, like stop censoring my voice. And I saw the the offending things and it was like extremely homophobic. It was like, like, I can't understand Chinese people. Like I hate Chinese people. Like I was just like, bro, like this is like super out of pocket. Like you at least have Mm -hmm. to take some sort of accountability for the things that you said. Yeah, hell yeah. And then I was like, and now I feel like now people won't want to work with you because you're just very like the energy is I've been wronged. I've been scorned like and and there's so much like instead of just being like accepting the fact that like, damn, like I fucked up like this is a poor reflection of me because it was from a long time ago. But I still understand like how this could be taken in this context. And I promise I won't ever do it again. Just if you're graceful about it, you're not going to be canceled forever. But if you are like, I said it like I don't give a fuck, blah, 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 blah. Then I feel like it's like, oh, shit. Like, so you are homophobic? Like what? Yeah, uh, whoever that was sounds like a piece of shit. <laughs> also, I won't say that, but like it was a lot. It was a mess. The fucking that white hip hop producer JW Lucas or whatever. That's another Ooh, one. Like, I, that? he just he just has a face that you just want to smack. Though he okay. looks like a fucking asshole. <laughs> First of all, like 
I, 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 okay, so if you guys don't know, there was this white producer and his name, what's his name? J.W. Lucas, I believe. J.W. Lucas. And he just came out and like just said all these super out of pocket things about Breonna Taylor out of nowhere too. Like I was looking on his Twitter, like he's not even active on there. And then he decided to like spew 15 tweets about Breonna Taylor. Like why? What the fuck? And And, like, like, I hate the fact that like, he's actually successful too. Like he's not just a random, like got a fucking Coke boys placement in 2012 hip hop producer. He's fucking like, he did stuff on exo tour life and fucking the baby's bop and shit like that. Like he did like big, big fucking records, dude. Like this man is going to eat off of hip hop forever, which fucking sucks. You know what I mean? Like, Knowing that, he talks like this, like I wish we um, we can cancel him and like you know cool prevent more checks in the future. But these current checks, he's gonna eat off of them shits for a long fucking time. But it's also like people say that like I feel like it's another situation where it's like he's speaking like about a woman and I and a black woman and I feel like in our society like we really don't protect or like honor black women so like people like will say that they're not going to work with him and i hope that they don't but i think that there's a lot of people that like still will and it kind of just goes to show right Mm -hmm. this type of attitude that or like just you know the way that we regard black women is just so wrong and we really need to recenter and like amplify and elevate them and like it's crazy and also what i've been realizing too is like how much how little people know about like what happened to Brianna Taylor because I was like looking at a lot of things people are like yo like they just shot her like in her own home and she was sleeping like blah 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 and I know that like J.W. Lucas was trying to say like oh it's because she was involved with drug dealers right and, like, and she was getting drug out, packs shipped to her house and shit, which is like, false like the post office like came out and said like nah like she never got anything like we don't know exactly. where that came from but then also He's saying like by like by proxy, like if you're involved in that type of thing, like you have to accept the dangers that come right. with like that kind of Something lifestyle. Like- and then like I feel like I brought this point up that like so many people didn't like don't know. And I mean, I don't wanna like say like you're wrong for not knowing, so I'll just bring it to the table. It's like not only did they shoot her in her own home while she was sleeping, but they also like left her and like there was yes. no medical attention and like yo, like that really just goes to show like they really didn't give a fuck. Like, they were trying, in a way, to kill her. Or at least show that, like, she doesn't really matter. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because Literally discarded her life. Ac- if you accidentally shoot somebody, and I do not think that that's what happened. I feel like it was extremely, like, intentional to cause harm. But, let like, benefit of the doubt. Like, let's say it was an accident. Like, how the hell, like, after you do that, are you not going to go and, like, help the person that you, quote-unquote, accidentally shot? Like, what the fuck? Like damn like the whole situation is like super unfortunate i feel like all these people are signing petitions but at the end of the day like we so many people aren't even aware of the full story or you know and it's really unfortunate it really fucking is and people like that fucking nitwit have people just like listening to him too which is making it fucking worse you know like understand like what what gate like what why did you why like why are you so angry about it right like how does it was how does this harm you that bad yeah (laughs) like that you had to come out and say so wild shit no like like so much 15 tweets worth like 
That was festering in your soul, bro. And he went like, on IG Live and shit, too. And, like, then he said, like, I talked to Brianna's cousin or her sister or something. And I'm like, damn, like, look at, like, these people, like, taking the time to, like, educate you or speak mm-hmm. with you. Like, they just went through so much. And now they have to deal with this, like, white, not celebrity, but has a platform person. And, like, they're they're kind of sympathizing with you, like, or, or like you know, just trying taking like taking the moment to even acknowledge your presence. Like that's asking a lot from somebody who like just lost somebody that means so much to them. Right. And like they're extending that to you, and you're still just like, and he's still being like, like indignant about it. Like exactly, it's like they do not owe you that, but they did it out of you know. He and he, he's he's sitting there like, well, if I got it wrong, then I apologize. No, you got like, it wrong. Like, like he no literally said that. <laughs> like, it's fucking crazy the shit that's coming out of this little motherfucker's mouth, bro. Like, ooh, I'm telling you, like, if y'all just Google a picture of him, he literally just has a fucking face that you would just want. I have. thought that his page was like a not real page because the the user that Abby J W Lucas one three seven five five four or something like that, and, and his sure Abby is like so corny. Like, yeah, oh my god, and that's him with his little fucking metal on. What mm. else do we have on this list? Um, we have Ti and Tiny, holy ball sacks, like. What Why is Ti just the worst? The worst, and he he's such a misogynistic asshole. Asshole, like he proves it every time he opens his mouth as it pertains to his family. Like, so what is this new shit that he said? Uh, he, he fucking put up um, a dedication to Tiny. I don't know if it was like a birthday post. I think or it's their anniversary. Anniversary, and he said, "I'd rather rather struggle." What did he say? Struggle with you? No, it wasn't that. Hold on, we gotta find it. We gotta find yeah. it because it was just like, excuse you, what? All right, let's see. He said, da, 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 "I'd rather struggle with you than shine effortlessly with anyone else." <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> yes, let me pick a lifetime of pain and suffering because it's familiar. Bro, no. he's so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> like oh my god. Like, he's what the, the fuck? I feel so bad for her. No, I don't because she willingly chooses it and stays in it. I mean, yes. Yes, yes, that. But it's like, when you're in that, like, she's so, like, clouded. I feel like she can't even see it that way. Because I feel like when you're in a toxic relationship, you try to justify the shit out of it. Or you are like... You know, nobody knows him like I know him. Like, I know what he was really trying to say or, you know, like exactly. making excuses. And so I do feel bad because that's definitely a mindset that you get stuck in. And, and he probably is really great at other things that makes it so much more justifiable as well. Yeah. You know, so. And also just, like, with, like, like, I, I, like microaggressions or, like, gaslighting, like, you don't realize or, like, see that, like, is a exactly. problem when you're yep. in it. Like, little things. So, damn. But that's, like, super disrespectful. It's just embarrassing. Ugh, it's so many things. Someone tweeted me and said that um, it was longer than what he'd written. And it was, like, I mean, than what the headlines were saying. And there was more context to it. But still, dude, like. Just from that, it seems wild. But I guess, like, I do understand that. You know, in relationships, people do go through hard times and people do struggle. And I think that there is something to the for better or for worse. Like, I feel like for me, that means like 
if you're going through some things like and you know you're going through a hard time or like sickness or something like I want to stay by your side and like help like as a couple or as a unit like work together but I think at some Mm -hmm. point when it violates like you and like is a disrespect to you like that's where I'm kind of I think it's okay to be like yo this is something that is not this is not the worst that I signed up for. Like I signed up for better or for worse, like the two of us, like as a unit, but like once you're out here, like cheating on me or disrespecting me publicly, like that's not part of it. Like, but you know, we can go through money problems or we can go through uh, death or like some sort of like, God forbid, like an illness. Like I, I totally get like riding by somebody and not leaving them when they're struggling. But what about for you? What do you think? Like, do you think for better or for worse really just means like we're in this for life no, no matter hell what no honey hell to the fucking absolutely not it is a mutually respectful situation and the second that it becomes imbalanced then there's a problem like no you're not fucking cheating and doing all this like of course there are so many circumstances with cheating where it's it's not just a black and white situation um so there that's that's not just a coverall blanket statement, like no cheating at all, but to the the effects of the of what we've seen with them, like that's not that's not gonna work for me ever in life. So yeah. I don't I don't I can't do all that. Probably why I'm single now. I don't put up with a lot of shit. <laughs> but you know what? I'd rather be single and stress free than fucking compromising shit for somebody you know i feel that i do feel that it also Mm -hmm. just depends on like the kind of support that they give you you know what i'm saying like if they don't support you and what you're trying to do and then like i feel like with the kim and kanye situation which like go for prayers up for kanye and like you know i want to respect his mental health so i'm not really going to touch on like the things that he's he has said but just like the way people are handling it i guess like i think it is very like like i i respect kim a lot for like what she said and like how she's choosing like it's 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 hard for him it's, it's gotta be family. hard for everyone it's a huge strain and i feel like she has spent like she she really is private about their relationship and like i respect that and like she like she said she's like she's never talked really about his mental health and like that's something that she wants to protect her kids and her unit and she's still i mean she's rocked with him through a lot of a lot of stuff like they definitely are one couple or they're definitely a couple that I didn't really see like making it so far, but same, right? And now she's they're definitely here. <laughs> uh, like I don't know what exactly like her role is, but from what I can see, like she does seem like she's a rock, you know. Like he said some mm-hmm. pretty like crazy things about her, and she didn't come out and denounce him. She just you know moved, shifted the conversation to mental health as a whole, and I think that that's really important for people to see that you know there's a lot of stigma around mental health and all of this and she was like yo like you kind of have to respect the fact that he's going through something and I don't think his intentions are bad exactly you know like you're not going to go back and forth with somebody when you already know they're not in the right state you know what I mean so she's handling it how it should be handled and it's unfortunate that he's choosing to say the things he's choosing to say and but like 
I don't know, me personally, as just a spectator, it's like almost obvious he's choosing the things that like will amp the public the most. You know what I mean? Like he's picking the stuff that people say already. He's picking the memes that he's seen because he knows he's going to gaslight everybody. That's exactly what he's doing. Right. And and that speaks to the illness, though. It doesn't speak, you know, everyone's like, well, see, that means there's truth to it. And and, and he's really saying some underlying. No, guys, he's playing all He's just see- he's saying what y'all want to hear. That's what that's what he's doing. And and it's yeah, it's 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 his illness. And it's really fucking it's really fucking sad for, for the kids and the whole family, you know, and I it's have. Like, a lot of sympathy for him and his situation. I, do I just too. know that, like, if I mean, I don't know how. If I were Kim, I just feel like I respect the way that she's handling things so much because I don't think that that's the way that I would handle it. And I'm not saying that the way that I would handle it is like the good way. Like, I definitely mm-hmm. think that she's doing it in the most graceful way. I feel like I would just be so angry. Like, even though I understand like the situation or the complexity behind it, like my initial reaction would just be like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck is your problem? And like, right. I would like shout it from the rooftops and that's not the way that I should handle it. So I really respect like her, like, I feel like she just, she, she, she really understands him, I guess. And I, I don't want to take away from that, but you also have to understand she's moving with a like powerhouse team. Oh yeah, of course. Advise of course. her of these things, and it would be a PR nightmare if she would fight back. So that's true. You know, these may and, not and all be private, her own decisions. <laughs> and in, I, you never know what what goes on in private, too. Exactly. But she I just know be. that, like, if somebody said on a very public platform very publicly hateful things about me, I would feel like I would want to go on my very public platform and say some shit too. But. Right, right. Yeah, it's a lot, man. Dude, quarantine is is crazy. Quarantine started out with like Tory Lanez like and his Instagram parties like being the like most popping. The shit like breaking records and now he's like the scum of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody came out positive and happy in the beginning and then we got really angry. We're just taking a like this whole year, man. It's it's a fucking roller coaster. (laughs) When, like, I don't even know, the, the, the craziest thing about all of this is that everything is just so uncertain. Like, there's no, like, I don't even know, like, I want to travel and, like, Americans aren't allowed to travel. And, like, I'm like, damn, like, what ever. <laughs> but I don't want to go to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do have a British national overseas passport. And because oh. of what's going on in Hong Kong right now and, like, everybody has to kind of, like, be, like, refugees and, are like, all these different countries are opening up their borders to people from Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. So I got my escape route planned out because now I can move to Canada. I can move to the UK. I can Wait, move to Wait, isn't Australia. your man from the UK? Yeah, yeah. So y'all so, both like, could go. We can go anywhere. Like we can go oh, any we can go to New Zealand. Like I'm like it is Yeah. So I'm like, honestly, like if shit hits the fan with Trump, I'm really out of here. Like I'm packing my bags like and going. Bitch, you lit. You got like the open road ahead of you. That's such a fucking amazing thought to just Isn't know that that, it, that it's though? a possibility. Yeah, but it's also like, damn, like like a piece of paper defines like where or like where you were born defines like where you can go. Like that's that so nuts? fucked so up. Dumb. Like that 
it's so dumb. Like the whole borders and like passports thing is so shitty. Like, I guess it controls something at some point, but like, it sucks. Yeah. Rules suck. I saw a meme <laughs> yesterday, which was like, it's kind of related to this, not really, but it was about healthcare. And this woman was saying that, um, I don't know, she was at a country that's not America. And she found a lump in her neck mm. and was really concerned. And she was, um, and the person, she asked the person, her group leader or whatever, she was like, what should I do? And the group leader was like, um, go over to the cancer center. And um, the girl was like, don't I need a referral? And the group leader was like, what is a referral? And the lady was like, a referral for the cancer center. It's cancer center. I need a referral to go there. And the group leader was like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, but just go to the cancer center. And she's like, do I have to make an appointment? She's like, no, just go. And she like walked into a cancer center <sighs> and they saw her right away and, and, and she couldn't even believe that. Then they were like, oh no, we think we need to do it like an x-ray or whatever the fuck. So she, they take her right there. They do it on the spot. Then they're like, no, we need a like, I don't know, cat scanner. I'm just making up words, cat scan or something machine. And then she's, so she's bracing herself to make an appointment. They're like, come across the hall. And they did that shit right there. Then they're like, oh no, we should go deeper. We need to do a blah, blah, blah. And so they went across the hall, did that, which would be like another appointment in America. And it was, it cost her $3, by the way, three American dollars for this visit. And they determined it was a cyst and she was able to go home. She said she had a similar experience in America when she found a lump once. It took her three weeks and like insurance and all types of dollars to find out that same exact fucking information that she found out in like 20 minutes at, the, at this hospital across the world. We just got to show more love for each other, man. Like, because especially this country doesn't show love for us. We got to show love for each other. Like, that's crazy. This is like, why why can't we have that healthcare system? Why is ours like this? Why because is it such a for-profit thing? Capitalism, man. It's all about trying to make money, and it doesn't matter who you fuck over to get there. Seriously. Fuck these people. Oh, I wish I had my cell phone. My cat's in a really cute position, and I want to take a picture of it. So you I, wait would you ever get another cat are you gonna like become a cat lady you know when i first decided i even was accepting of chi chi i was telling myself that i only fuck with her and no other animal no other cat but now that i love her so much i'm like you know what cats are pretty cool i don't i would never want like multiple cats in a home at one time though um but if me and Mike ever go our separate ways and he keeps Chi Chi, which I will fight tooth and nail for, but if he gets her, um, then I would probably get my own cat. Yeah, I want a cat now too. I don't know She's why. She's literally the coolest person in the world. And I bought her a dress for my birthday and, and she was so overwhelmed with all the people in the house that she wouldn't Aww. come downstairs. So I didn't Aww. get to put it on her. Oh, her dress for your birthday. I, I did. It was cute. It was like cupcakes. It had cupcakes and a bow, which honestly was like a little too girly for my girl. We're not really like cupcakes and bow people around here. We're kind of more like leggings and I don't know. something Not, not bows and not cupcakes on dresses. That's not what we do around these parts. Um, but I figured it would just be like a one-time fun thing. So maybe we'll just have a photo shoot in it. I should make her an Instagram page. I feel like 
I tried to do the whole pet Instagram page thing. It's hard to well, keep. It's up always with. hard to keep up with. Yeah, the one really for Nova is. was really good. It Your was. Were solid. They were pretty good, but Nova. he was a, he was a really good like. He got a really easy. expressionist face. Yeah, he did. He gave me he gave me the work I needed. I mean, Chi Chi also she gives me lots of things to work with, but it's just so hard to build up a page. It's just so much work, you know. <laughs> It's not something I'm currently interested in trying out, but maybe eventually. She's so cool. She's like laying on her back with her arms in the air like a zombie. Taking after zombies. <laughs> oh, she's starting like her daddy. Oh, my little friends. Um, Trump banning TikTok you also have on the list. And I don't really have much to say about that because one... I think he's trying to distract from some shit. And two, they're saying it's because, like, they take hella data or some shit. Yeah, it's, like, about China and how China is, like, the worst. And, like, we all already know that. But Mm -hmm. I don't know, man. I feel like it's just in general with, like, the whole culture of, like, censoring and, like, freedom of speech kind of just being so up in the air. Yeah, it's getting a little wonky right now. I feel like we're furthering into this territory that... I don't know. I didn't ask for. I don't want to be a part of. And I like, you know, I think that people can say fucked up shit and we can denounce people for saying fucked up shit. But I don't think we should take away like people's voices to say shit at all, which is one thing that was really scary from the Kanye stuff that I saw was I watched his whole um, like South Carolina rally. And one thing that he was saying was like, order order like everybody be quiet like no speaking like whatever someone else is speaking like you have to be quiet like if there's somebody next to you and you hear them saying something like and you hear them whispering like tell them to stop because like the thing that we're missing in society is like lot like order and we need like people need to like follow like direction and it was just very like authoritarian yeah what he and and that's not what like we need like an embrace of ideas and we need people to like be able to share their opinions on things and we shouldn't like just like allow one person to have a voice like you know like I, i don't know that was like one not denouncing kanye but it's just like the sentiment that he was trying to put forth is just like dangerous and i feel like with like i don't know getting rid of tiktok it's like first of all they're a lot of people spread information on that app, mm-hmm. whether it was true information or false information. It was just information. So it's like getting rid of something that allows ideas to circulate is kind yep. of it. Eh. And yeah, like, I don't know what, what the road ahead is. Also, like, where the heck are all these TikTok kids going to go? Are all the kids that are making like bank from TikTok got to segue somewhere else? I know, like, that's literally their whole fucking life, dude. Imagine if they just, like, got rid of Instagram tomorrow. We'd be, like, I don't even know what I would do. I would be super upset. A world without Instagram, I would be really upset about. Damn, like, how would we know what people are doing anymore? (laughs) Because a lot of people don't tweet. Huh? Yeah, I don't understand. Twitter is my favorite one. My fave, too, also, yeah. And I only, I mean, I like, I don't even know why I like Instagram. I feel like I like Instagram to promote other things. Like, I like that Instagram, like, I can find out about, like, companies or, like, I don't know. I don't really care what people are doing. But I like, I like using it for myself. <laughs> that, that makes sense. I kind of agree with you there. I, I, I like to 
yeah, I guess I find new things. I just like to watch the stories and just kind of hear what people are listening to, kind of. It kind of, like, keeps me, like, updated on the world. Yeah, I feel like so. I get Twitter for that. I like Instagram, like, oh, I love sharing stories. Like, I love posting my cooking videos on there because it's just mm. fun and the interface mm. is so easy to use. I like using my caption space to write really long shit that nobody really takes the time to read but it's like oh like this is my page like you don't have to read it like I'll just put it here and I feel like if I made a website like really absolutely nobody is just gonna go onto a website that I don't promote so I can use Instagram to promote a website exactly yes so yeah Yeah. I without Instagram I'd be fucked yeah, I would uh, be very sad, too. I don't... But I never TikTok, so this personally does not affect me. At all. I don't have a TikTok. I don't have any of those things. So I had a trailer. I did, like, one video, and then I got bored with it. And What happened to um your studios? What studios? Your, your little cinematic debut. Oh, Quarantine Cinemas? Quarantine Cinemas. There we go. Yes. Um, it's still there. I The last one I did was Wednesday Adams and in Adam's family and this month of August, July I paused because July was birthday month, too much happening. Um, but now this month of August, I have in the slate, uh, the office and some other one I'm filming. So they're coming. <laughs> Staying tuned. I'm trying to find co-stars now. I want to like up the ante a little bit. Oh, oh my- shit. My one home girl agreed to uh, recreate a music video with me, so now I'm going to start doing video- music videos also. So, who it's knows what's next? <laughs> I, while I was like talking to her about it, I'm like, yo, I fucking wish like I could make a career out of just recreating things. That is the you, funnest thing no. in the world to me. <laughs> do you follow that girl Kimberly on Instagram? I do not. Uh, her Instagram, I think it's K I H. M B E R L I E. She wow, that's um, ugly. <laughs> she recreates like all sorts of um, magazine covers and like does cool. the shoots like completely on her own in her own home. She uses like the guest bedroom at her parents' house. Like after, like she does the sickest stuff. Like she puts herself like oh my gosh. Like she's she uses fire. Like all this thing and she like basically shows like. She doesn't spend, like, more than, like, $15 for every single photo shoot. And, like, she taught herself how to take the pictures, Photoshop, like, do everything on her own. And, like, they turn out fucking sick, Marissa. I'm going to send it to you because I know that. Oh, my gosh. And she's, like, been doing it for so long and has, like, caught so much, like, steam and, like, attention that she actually got featured on, like, a real-ass, like, magazine cover. Oh, and like cool. her whole thing was she always wanted to be a model but she didn't have anybody to even take pictures of her and she wanted to show that she was like an editorial model and not just like look I'm pretty like she wanted to like really like show her game with like outfits and like fire and like styling and like whatever and so she like did it all herself and then she actually landed on a magazine cover and like all these people are trying to collab with her now wow well maybe if I keep making my recreate of acting videos then that was horrible english then um i'll be in a movie i don't know <laughs> I'm to you right now. that's so cool yeah i'm like actually excited because i'm just like you know what what else is there to do in quarantine fucking 
I'm not spending my money going out or doing anything. So I'll just spend my money recreating things. Yeah, I haven't spent – okay, I spent a shit ton of money this month because of vet stuff. But other than that, I have been spending no money over quarantine, and I fucking love it. Yeah, I love it too. I have not been not spending money. I've been spending a lot of money. But but you got money to spend. Yeah, I mean, like, it was really just July, though. I can't say that I've been, like, blown. I really haven't. July, I just spent a lot because, like, you know, birthday shit that – I feel like I allot myself that every year, though. And now you do. You always fall out. Yeah, but just birthday, I'm not absurd. And now I'm focused on paying off my taxes. So that's <laughs> so what I'm going to do. Fucking taxes, babe. Fucking taxes. On that note, oh, shit, we have emails. Hold on. Let me get one. And then we will do this ad. Okay. Marissa, first off, I love you and you're my good Leo friend in my head. Also, shout out to Joyce and Maul. Love is humor. Anywho, I'm bravely writing to tell my experience of being in a relationship with someone who suffers from mental health issues. We'd been friends for years and had a situationship before we decided to be in a relationship. He suffered a traumatic experience, which we believe caused a psychotic break, and it was downhill from there. Oddly enough, he was a rapper and very talented when it came to music. After he found out his child was not his biological kid, he was never the same. Mm. It started out with him being very indecisive. He would just change his mind randomly and flip back and forth so much that we started calling him flip-flop. LOL. He would disappear for hours, but I thought maybe he's somewhere entertaining a side chick. The first incident was after his 26th birthday party. He was hyped all night, and I thought he was just tipsy or drunk, but he had a weird energy. On the way home, he got upset about a song I was listening to and pushed my head against the window while I was driving. I pulled over, and we started tussling in the car. He took my phone and called my supervisor. Call my supervisor. It was 3.30 a.m. to accuse him of having a crush on me and wanting to fuck me. Oh, All no. lies, by the way. Never really talked about my supervisor to him, and I have no clue why he was convinced of this lie. Luckily, he didn't answer. The fight spilled out into the empty parking lot. We were all over the hood of the car. I was slapping him because I thought he was drunk and tripping. He finally calmed down and apologized. We go to his house to sleep. Three hours later, I wake up to go home. He was looking for his phone and couldn't find it. I called it, but it was dead. So I told him, I don't know where you put your phone and I need to go so I can get my child ready for school. As I'm leaving out of the door, he pushed me into the wall. He's screaming, but I took his phone. Oh, that I took his phone. I was a little dazed, but not hurt. I pushed him off me and make it outside to my car. I tried to leave, but he had my key pushed to start. So when I drive off the car, tell me, told me the key is near Oh, he had it in his pocket. I pulled back into the driveway asking for my key. He kept trying to attack me. I had a switchblade in the glove compartment. I grabbed the the knife, the knife and charged at him. Again, we're tussling outside of my car. In the midst of the struggle, the knife goes through my right hand. I didn't even feel oh, it because my, my adrenaline was up. He saw the knife slice my hand. He let me go. I kicked him in the nuts, and he went down. I slapped him. This is insane. I did not know I was going to be reading all of this. That's when I seen blood on his face. It's like he snapped out of a daze and he rushed me in the house to wash off my hand. I could see my palm was split open. I made him drive me into the emergency room. I got 16 stitches in my palm. No permanent damage, thank God. I didn't file charges because I thought he was drunk and it was a one-time incident. He apologized over and over. Things got worse. He became extremely paranoid of everything and everyone. He'd accuse me of having him followed or say someone came up to him saying they knew me. He'd be at my house every day waiting after I got off work. He'd sit outside all night waiting for me. I'd get home 
feed and bathe my kid. He'd stop talking on his cell phone because it was tapped and people were listening to his calls. He would call me from pay phones. This is really, 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 really long. So I'm going to skip all the way to the bottom. Um, okay. <clears throat> He's currently terrorizing all my friends and old classmates on Facebook, asking them to tell me to call him because he has money from me or asking them for sex. The last two years, people mm. have reached out asking what's wrong and how did he fall from grace. I tell them to ignore or block him because he's mentally unstable and using uh, wet to cope with his mental illness. I had to mourn who he once was because that person is gone. It was extremely hard and heartbreaking, but I did it. Thanks to therapy, I was able to move on with my life and repair mm. it um, and myself. This whole Kanye incident triggered something in me. I became angry at all the ignorant people who blamed Kim and her family. It's very heartbreaking mm. to watch the person you love morph into someone you don't recognize. I'm mm. sure it's weighing on her, especially with the kids. I pray for their family. I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy. I'm sure things have happened that she can't bring herself to share. I know she wants to protect him and her children. Hopefully sharing my experience with help, um, will help someone or at least give empathy for anyone dealing with a partner who has a mental illness. Wow, thank you so wow. much for sharing that. That is intense. That's a lot of like very personal stuff that's like mm -hmm. so hard to talk about. That yeah, like thank you for sharing your story. And you know, I I respect you so much too for like respecting mental health. Like I think like for I real. was saying, I feel like the first thing that like that comes to mind is like, oh my gosh, like I'm so sorry, like you were in so much danger and like I I I think about you before I think about him and I think it's super like like admirable that you're able to like be so selfless and like realize that like Seriously. he has this like condition or like illness that causes him to be that way but at the same time like you know like that doesn't give him a uh, that doesn't get anybody the right to like hurt or danger you like exactly you can, like it, it kind of provides context and you can understand like the reasoning behind it but at the end of the day like I it's odd, like you know you took a step back and you realize that like this is not for me which is great that you were able to come to that because I feel like sometimes people just feel like they have to stick it out or like you know I have to be a ride or die but you were able to recognize that being selfless in this situation is also like allowing him the space to like find help like in whatever way that he can but without endangering yourself exactly very well said um and I agree and again Thank you for sharing that because people do need to fucking have some empathy. It's, mm -hmm. it's a lot. Mm -hmm. It really is a lot. Um, okay. Um, M-E-I-A podcast at gmail.com if you want to holler at us. Marissa Explains on Instagram and Twitter. At Marissa Mendez. At maybe Joyce underscore, right? No, I changed it back to Joyce Adams. Oh I can't gosh. decide, y'all. You are such a flip-flopper. And at Jamal <clears throat> Jamal Jamo, I gotta stop smoking, dog. Um, and we'll holla at y'all next week. Bye. Bye.